This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Love dogs? Love parades? Love football? Well, you're in for a triple treat on Thanksgiving Day. Just tune in to NBC TV on Turkey Day and you can gobble up all this great viewing. And back by popular demand on our show today are arguably the most dynamic dog champion duel on the planet. Yes, we are yapping about Broadway star, best-selling author, and the man with a golden voice, John O'Hurley. Pause up, John. <laughs> Thank you very much. Pause <laughs> up indeed. All right. Joining him today is America's dog guy who knows all dog breeds and helps people all over embrace the power of the paw with his angel on a leash therapy dog program. The one and only David Fry. I'm so glad to see you, hear you again, David. I can't see you. I can hear you. Thank you. Well, in case you're not receiving the video portion of the program, I am dressed in my best red sweatshirt. Nice, nice. Hey, guys, I did some digging and I made this discovery. I've hosted the Old Behave Show for 11 years. And guess what? John O'Hurley and David Fry now hold the honor, (laughs) or my condolences, of being our most asked back guest. Nice, right? That's great. Well, Well, I think I I always call in and ask for you to get John back. Me calls and asks I no longer need the Emmy. I no longer require an Emmy. You had me at Obehave show. And uh, so, all right, guys, listeners, David and John are here to share details with you about the national dog show presented by Prina. It's being presented on Thanksgiving Day on NBC. What time? No matter what time you live in this country, it will air from noon until 2 p.m. Yep, dogs until 2. Last year, about 25 million people tuned in. Probably zillions more dogs. Talk about (laughs) bow wow. And there's more. You get a chance to win $500 or a trip to the 2020 National Dog Show in Philly, hosted by the Kennel Club of Philadelphia. Once again, uh, Pet Life Radio is a national media sponsor for this. So call your pup over. It's time to tune in. And we're going to share more details about the National Dog Show and more after we pay for this show by taking this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Is your dog or cat prone to ear infections? Does your pet resist having his ears clean when they're inflamed or irritated? Are you also concerned about the overuse of antibiotics? Help is here. Zymox ear care products offer soothing relief, and you'll love this part. They don't require the ear to be cleaned before you apply the drops. It's just as easy as fill, rub, 
and done. That means less touching of those sensitive ears to help create a soothing, fear-free experience. And you only apply once a day. Here's another perk. Zmox, at Z-Y-M-O-X, gets its effectiveness from enzymes, not antibiotics. You'll find these veterinary recommended products through your veterinarian, most pet specialty retailers, and online. To learn more, go to Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X. Pause up. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guests today are, drumroll, actor, author, John O'Hurley, and, according to New York Magazine, quote, probably the most famous human in the world of canines, David Fry. Okay, gentlemen, ready to get your woof on? Let's start with you, John. You ready to get your woof on? <laughs> you had me at that. Yes, please. And how about you, David? Yes, I follow John wherever he goes. All right, all right. <laughs> like Grace following me around the house all day long. <laughs> all right, guys. These two are going to be manning the mics for the National Dog Show presented by Prina on Thanksgiving Day. Remember, dogs from noon until 2. And also uh, back will be Mary Carella. You know her as a uh, former tennis great. She's an NBC sportscaster, and she's going to do sideline reporting and a really cool job. She gets to be backstage. I love this title. Canine admirer. What the heck oh, does that mean, David? I mean, she gets to have all the fun in the back where all the all the excitement is before they march into the ring formally and do their competition, which is uh, where John and I come into play. So Mary has a great time. She's been a great part of our show almost since the very beginning. And and uh, John and I, I think we say to ourselves all the time, geez, she's having fun back there. I wish we could be back there with her. That's right, yes, because David and I can comment on each other's tuxedo, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to pet the uh, the Borzoi or the Basset Hound, do you, John? Well, that actually, you know, really, it does underscore the fact that all of the fun really is backstage because uh, you've got 2,000 of the top dogs in the country. And it's a benched show, which means all the dogs and the owners and the handlers, they all have to remain there on site. So it gives the, it becomes a wonderfully interactive experience for the many thousands of people that show up during the day in the arena. They go backstage and they're able to walk among the dogs, the owners, the handlers, and talk about the dogs that they have or a dog or a breed that they might be particularly interested in. And uh, every year we come close to 200 different breeds. So it's always an educational experience. And I'm thinking about, you know, I'm an ex-sports writer, covered a Super Bowl. If you got benched, that's not a good thing. But in the dog world, that's kind of a like a PR dream job, right, John? It is. Very few bench shows remain. This is one of the last remaining. And, and as I say, it makes it such a wonderfully interactive show for, for kids especially. You know, it, you know kids have a tendency to just know, you know, four or five different breeds. And you bring them up and down the aisles and expose them to upwards of 200 different and their eyes are wide open. And, you know, they're watching these beautiful dogs being groomed uh, to the hilt. And it's a very fun experience and also a wonderfully educational one. Comes up really to the Kennel Club of Philadelphia for maintaining that benched tradition of being a bench show. There's only three of them left in the country now, Westminster, wow. Golden Gate in San Francisco, and, and the Kennel Club of Philadelphia, which is the setting for the National Dog Show. So well, we're excited to be a part of it, and, and the Kennel Club of Philadelphia is really making it all happen for us, and we have a great time every year. Now, if any of you listeners ever want to do dog trivia, 
never take on John O'Hurley or David Fry. They will just beat the collar off of you. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about, David, is can you please pronounce and explain the new dog breed? It's a little bit less challenging than a few years ago, but take it away. Starts with an A. <laughs> well, it's not too bad. It's Ozawak. And uh, John has that one down too. John, I know you can. You've been practicing with us. We had a photo shoot. Thank you. I was able to. I was able to hand that off to you. I've been... <laughs> <laughs> what the yeah, heck is I, I, really think, I honestly think we're proud of. I am of the belief that these aren't genuine breeds, but the Kennel Club of Philadelphia. I think what they do is they just get together in a smoke-filled room and say, "How can we play around with O'Hurley?" So they come up with these breeds that I can't possibly pronounce. Because every year they just get stranger and stranger, David. I don't know why that is. Give me the one that starts with an X, John. Oh, well, this is one. I used to shave in the morning, and I would <laughs> pronounce this for about three weeks prior to the show. The Chodo eats Queenie. Nice. You know, just now, in the nick of time, right, while you were shaving. And, well, uh, you know, these dogs come. These dogs have histories in countries all over the world, and it's kind of fun. I mean, even something as simple as a French one called the Petit Basset Griffon Vendéon, which I take great pride. In pronouncing and and it's four words it means a small basset close to the ground uh, Griffon for the hairy face and Vendéon for the region of France that it comes from. I said that on the air one one year and said, you know, my high school French teacher forty years ago told me that someday I would thank her for teaching me French, and I finally <laughs> am. And I'll be darned if the next day I didn't get a Facebook message from her it says that really comment allez-vous. And uh, <laughs> it's great fun. Well, I think that's great. I mean, uh, you know, let's talk about the new dog, the one from, where is this dog from, Azawa? It's from West Africa. It's a West African sighthound running the desert with its nomadic people and being a great family dog as well. But uh, it's a hunting dog, a sighthound uh, in the hound group, of course. And uh, John and I had the privilege of being with a couple of Azawak on our photo shoot that we did. Uh, in August for this show. So we're a little bit familiar with the breed and its personality and temperament. Oh, what do you think about the new dog on the block? I guess that's a new band, right? New dog on the block, John. What do you think? <laughs> there we go. I'm, I'm with it. I'm jiggy with it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to ask, because you guys have, uh, you have dogs of your own and uh, obviously they've made you your lives so much better. Let's start with you, David. Who's the four leggers under your roof? today <laughs> my roof yeah. i have uh my cavalier king charles Spaniel, 12 and a half year old angel who's deaf but still somehow manages to run the household and uh, grace my 10 year old Brittany. they're both very active as therapy dogs now and and uh, do great things so uh, my dogs have done wonderful things for me in my lifetime uh ranging from being involved with dog shows, getting to meet John and work with John for, as we have for the last 18 years now, and getting very involved with the therapy dog world as well. I like that. How about you, John? Who's there running your show? Well, we have uh, little Lucy, who is a, a wonderful 12-year-old, Havanese, precious, and uh, I can't say enough about her. She's so much fun, but fortunately, uh, she uh, she has another little one living in her shadow, and that's uh, that's little Charlotte, who's actually a rescue dog, uh, and she's about two years old. But I'll tell you, there's more energy in that dog than anything I have ever seen, and she rules the roost. 
And is she a canine cocktail? What do you think she's made up of? Oh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's uh, quite a few breeds in her. She uh, she ends up looking very much like a little Norfolk. Uh, oh, little really? Bit, yeah, kind of that odd. Yeah, it, it, she looks a little bit like that. In fact, that's what I thought she was when I found her. But she has kind of grown out, but she has, uh, she's got about four different breeds in her. And she's proud of every one of them. Can you imagine if she did Ancestry.com? She'd be related to almost every dog in the world, don't you think? I think we, well, we actually did do the DNA on her. Oh, and, uh, okay. We did find that out. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting to find that out. How did you come to get her? You said she's a rescue dog. Well, I was out actually uh, in St. Louis uh, doing some work with uh, Purina, our, our show sponsor, and they were opening up uh, a brand new uh, Humane Society shelter, a beautiful $25 million facility, probably the most modern in the country and state-of-the-art uh, surgery and everything that they do there. But, uh, you know, as I was uh, giving my opening remarks to the press, I did turn to the uh, Humane Society and I said, you know, I really should have a dog in my arms. So we went back into the small dog arena and there was this little redheaded dog who looked at me and I looked at her. And as we all know, dogs find you, you don't find them. So I went over, put her up in my arms and I took her out. And as I'm delivering my remarks, she is deeper and deeper into my sport coat <laughs> to the point where at the end of my remarks, I had nothing but two legs and, a, and a little, the end of the tail sticking out. Oh my and uh, so when I finished speaking, I just opened my lapel and I said, who wants to come back to Beverly Hills? Darling. Wow. And, and, and speaking of Beverly Hills, guys, you guys have been so successful with the National Dog Show presented by Prina. And I know it's uh, happening there by the Kennel Club of Philly on Thanksgiving Day. But uh, David, something around Easter, the first Sunday in April 2020. Tell us about your hit spinoff. This sounds like a TV uh, show. It does sound like a spinoff. I learned some things from John along the way here. But yeah. it's the Beverly Hills Dog Show, which is the Kennel Club of Beverly Hills. And uh, it will air this year on the first Sunday in April. And it's all these great dogs. You know, we're on the left coast now. In California, we've got all these great dog shows on television, but they're all from the East Coast, from New York and Philadelphia and Orlando. And uh, I said, as a and with John's support, of course, right. as a native left coaster, I said we need to uh, we need to get something in the West Coast. There's a lot of great dogs out there too, so we want to share them. And and we just did our third year. We've got another three year contract with them to continue doing the show, and and uh, with the support of Purina and the Kennel Club of Beverly Hills. We're doing it again. So wow. are they are they going to be arriving in stretch limos, John? <laughs> I mean, this is Beverly Hills. Well, it is. You know, we do kind of uh, temper the show with a little <laughs> bit of the flavor of Hollywood, but we do spotlight a lot of the great dogs that were part of cinematographic history and television as well. But it's such a wonderful time, and we have as many celebrity friends come in, bring their dogs as well. So it's uh. It's just, you know, it's, it's a dog show done differently. That's what we call it. Do they all wear tuxes? What, what's, the, what's the dress code for the canines? They'd be, they be surprised. I'll, it's whatever you want. All right. What about you? What do you think, David? What's, what do you think they'd be dressed up as? Well, I think tuxes, of course, but we see a little bit of everything. I mean, dogs will do anything for their people, of course, and uh, which makes them different from cats, that we're often asked. But everybody loves their dogs, and, and the celebrities get into it, and they understand that they're out there, and the celebrities are the dogs. The That's dogs right. are the celebrities, and it's and it's not them, and, and, and they're not used to people running up and saying, oh, Grace, <laughs> thanks, you look great, and then looking up at you and saying, how you doing? It's yeah. sort of an afterthought. And, and Move over, Terminator. I want to talk your, t t say hi to your dog. <laughs> That's right. They're the great equalizer. That's with right. With all our dogs. Hey, guys, we're uh, speaking with actor and author and 
awesome dog lover, John O'Hurley. Yep, Jay Peterman from the Seinfeld Show and also David Fry. He was the voice of the Westminster Kennel Club show for 27 years, I think. 27 Is that right? years. Oh, my God. That's about as long as I went to college. And we're going to learn more about uh, what's coming up for you to tune in on Turkey Day Thanksgiving to the National Dog Show presented by Purina right after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here to unleash some great health advice. It's time to be down in the mouth for the benefit of your dog and cat. Unleashing good oral care is one of the best ways to show love for your pet. Do you find brushing your pet's teeth challenging? Here is a terrific solution. Treat your dog to Oratine Brushless Oral Care. Oratine makes caring for your pet's oral health super easy. The difference is the enzymes. The advanced enzyme technology in Oratine works to freshen the breath. It eliminates bacteria, fungus, and yeast. Yuck. They also reduce plaque biofilm from accumulating on the teeth. And guess what? None of these products require actual brushing. Woohoo! You can choose from these three products. One, a water additive that gives your pet the benefits of oral care with every lap of water. Two, a breath freshening spray with a gentle mister. Or three, a brushless toothpaste gel you can apply with your finger. If your pet tolerates brushing, hey, you can always brush too. To learn more, visit Zymox.com, Z-Y-M-O-X.com, and look under the oral care product line. Do it today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I feel like I should be, um, I want to have us be part of the pack. I have yet to meet you in person, John, but maybe that's a good thing for you. But I know and love David very much. And every time we get the invite that you guys are ready to come on our air, I'm ready to go. So I know that you guys do a great job uh, commentating about the show, but that's because it's coming from your heart. So, John, you're up first. You've written a lot of books, including Before Your Dog Can Eat Your Homework, First You Have to Do It, and The Perfect Dog, and another thing. So, not to get too weepy here, but tell us how dogs have made you a better human. Well, I, you know, as I wrote in, in my first book, I said, I'm a better person with a dog in my lap. I'm a kinder and gentler version of myself. Dogs round off the edges in our lives, and no matter how bad or how miserable, how down we feel. All we have to do is come home, open the door, and the dog can't wait to see you, no matter what makes them uh, be little angels in our lives. That sounds good. What about you, David? Well, I've I've been through it for a lot of different dogs and a lot of different breeds, and it still comes down to the fact that in, in our world, in the dog show world, we worry so much about what we teach our dogs, how to stand, how to stay, how to move around the ring, how to do what we tell them. But I think we should worry more about what we learn from them. Things like spontaneous, being spontaneous and living your life in the moment, unconditional love, you know, being totally accepting of people 
no matter what their appearance may be. And that makes everybody smile, which is really what it's all about. I agree. I agree. You can have a bad hair day. You can put on the wrong shoes, but the dog's like, woof, I'm ready to go, right? Pretty much the deal in my house. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. And we do need to tell people because not only are they going to get treated to an amazing show on Thanksgiving Day, Dogs Until 2 on NBC, but they got a chance to win some prizes. So you want to talk about that, David? What's up for grabs? Well, it's another it's it's another year of the meme contest that we have, along with Pet Life Radio as the as our media sponsor, Dogs Until Two. Um, we want to remind people that it, hold on to your remote. Don't let the football people get a hold of the remote. I grew up in a football family. I know what Thanksgiving Day is always about football. My dad was a football coach. But now uh, we're telling people, hold on to that remote until 2 o'clock, watch our dog show, and then turn it over to the football people. They can have the last 10 hours of TV for the day. So we have fun with that. But uh, but in honor of that, we want to create memes, little posters and, and pictures with fun captions on them to remind you about the dog show on television until 2 o'clock. And John, do you want to add anything about that? What do you think about memes well, I and think caption photos? I have to say, in addition to that, we work a lot off social media during the day. And one of the things that we enjoy, people will send us videos of their dogs watching the dog show. <laughs> and nice. some of them will, are absolutely side-splitting funny. There's one particular one that I love so much, and it, and it seems to come up as a recurring theme, is, is the dogs will run out and look at the screen and then run around to the back of the TV <laughs> looking for the actual dog. Oh, we talk to our dogs on TV. I, and right. John and I both say, you know, hey, Grace, do you see how good this Brittany is standing still? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and what about you, John? What are you saying to your your to your uh, doggies? Is uh, uh, well, I, you know, Lucy or I, 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 well, you know, because um, because the show cuts are always much longer, and on some of the uh, the, the toy breeds, and we have the Havanese that I uh, I do turn to my dog and I say, look, you know, you misbehave once, and we're growing your hair that long. Uh-oh. <laughs> and all your friends will laugh at Keeps you. Keeps them in line. Right. Keeps them right. in line. And I do want to, taking who should take a well-deserved play bow, he's kind of like the Wizard of Paz. We're talking about uh, Mark Winter. He's the executive producer and founder of Pet Life Radio. And so I know he's my producer. I'm not sucking up. I'm just saying, dude, you did a good thing here. You're spreading the joy about dogs. And for people that want to enter, you get a chance to win 500 bucks or a trip to the 2020 National Dog Show in Philly. That covers airfare and hotel. So what you need to do, just go to the Pet Life Radio homepage, or you can go on uh, social media. You can uh, go to dogsuntil2 at Gmail if you want to email your entry, or go to petliferadio.com slash dogsuntil2, the number two, and there are all the details there. And you know what? I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of pooch postures we may be getting and clever captions. One of my favorites, I think, from last year was you guys had quarterbacks aren't the only ones who can bark signals. Do you guys have any gems from uh, that you remember? Because people can be doggone creative. David, what do you think? Do you got anyone you liked? I, I like the one I talked. I already talked about dogs being spontaneous before, and it shows dogs having a great time, and it says our dogs are spontaneous. We don't have any choreography for our end zone celebrations. So. Oh, good, good, good. How about you, John? <laughs> More succinct. Well, 
I always like to go back to the remark I made when the Pekingese came out several years ago when I said to David, I said, you know, you could be walking that dog backwards for two years and not realize it. <laughs> That's good. See, now, you know, I've got the greatest job in the world sitting next to John O'Hurley, and there are times where some pearls of wisdom will fall out of his mouth, and I'll say, where's Elaine? Where's Jerry? Because he sounds like Peterman. And, and it's great fun being with John, and, and uh, we laugh a lot, we're entertained a lot, but we all we love our dogs. So it's tough to make predictions, but, you know, I just want to uh, touch base because in uh, 2018, I just got my bartender's license, so I love this dog's name, Whiskey the Whippet won. And then in 2017, Newton the Brussels Griffon won. I know you can't say, but what's your take? Are you going to put any bets down? We'll start with John. Well, you know, I defer to David on this because uh, he knows the dogs. Uh, he knows the history of the dogs through the year that have been uh, working through their club ranking and uh, that have been accumulating points and that are showing really well. But I've developed a pretty good eye in the ring. And over the years, I would say I've had 18 shots at it. And uh, <laughs> I certainly have a pretty good database in my head of, uh, you know, when I see a dog that represents perhaps the best or one of the best that we have seen in that whole history. I'm glad to share it because at least I'm working from, uh, you know, the, again, a database of 18 years. Yeah. And you've got 2000 dogs. You got to figure out who's going to make the cut and who's going to make the, th that's pretty hard. I think buying a lotto ticket would be and winning might be a little bit easier. Don't you think David? Yeah, probably. So you never know what's going to happen. First of all, you, you never sure there are other dog shows for, for the dogs to go to around the country. Uh, so we need to see who's going to show up. But actually, Whiskey's sister has been doing a lot of winning. And uh, Is we, her name Bourbon or Scott? Her name is Bourbon. In fact. No way! No uh, way! I gotta and, and, uh, <laughs> and she's the number two or three dog by a long way. And there's a great boxer out there from Texas. I don't know if we can get her up there or not. But we have, uh, we have all the great show dogs, you know, show up. Most of the great show dogs show up. And it's very competitive. Yep. So you never know who's going to win and move forward because they have to win at three different levels versus at their own breed. And then in their group where we see them on television and then at best in show. So it's always fun. And, and it's, you know, it's based on the day. Your dog doesn't, uh, you know, Michael Jordan didn't score 48 points every night. And sometimes your dog, oh, my God, my dog ate the pizza that we left out in the room overnight. <laughs> and they're not quite ready to go today. Well, they, maybe they're ready to go, but not in the show ring. Yeah, and uh, general bowl. Uh, yeah, so it depends, and maybe we'll see a star. You know, it's not always so much who you're going there to see as who you leave talking about. There may be some great dog that shows up in the final ring and say, oh, my God, where'd that dog come from? He's beautiful, or she's beautiful, and let's see what happens there. And, John, you've hit the stage on Broadway with, you know, things like Spamalot and Chicago. You know, there's a lot. Is there any kind of gems of wisdom you can telepathically give some of these dogs coming to the national dog <laughs> show to have them have their best paw forward. Oh man, that's dog well, guys. Sorry. Know, you know, <laughs> sorry. you know, at the, at the end of the day, the dogs don't care. Right. <laughs> but there are certain dogs who, who just, uh, as David say, they have that little spark to them, that little show quality. I looked to that little rescue dog that we have at home, Charlotte. I'll tell you, she picks up the room and it's because there's a certain level of awareness that they have that, uh, mm -hmm. just, you know, you, it makes you want to stare at them. It makes you want to notice them. And uh, and that's what a great show dog has. The show dog has, it's, as David said, it's, it's called a dog show for a reason. you got to show up and show. 
Yeah, that is a talent. And it's just like going on Broadway. You know, when you were doing Chicago, you know, people know who you are, John, but you've got to be in character and there's no retakes. How do you like being on Broadway? Well, I love it. And, I, and the first thing I do is I walk out on stage and I own the stage. That's the first thing I do is I try to own the stage. I want to okay. make sure that the audience knows that they're in good hands as long as I'm there. And then I always say one prayer before I go on stage, and I'll say it before the dog show as well. I just say, God, let me be surprised. And that's it. I just wait for my surprise sometime during the show, and sure enough, one will happen. There you go. I like that. I like that philosophy. David, how do you gear up for national dog shows? You've been doing it for many years, but that doesn't mean you don't still get a little nervous. Well, it's it's always trying to be prepared, as John says, because we don't always have the same dogs on screen that we do. And sometimes a dog will show up on screen, a breed that maybe we haven't seen before on screen. So I want to make sure that people get a chance to hear about them. But a lot of it is is watching the dogs own the ground they stand over, like John talks about, owning the stage. And, and I've seen John in performance three or four times, including uh, here, right here in Cannon Beach, Oregon, where he came out and performed at our community theater to a crazed sellout crowd and uh and he's great on stage so the dogs should only hope to be as good in the ring as john is on stage and I, and hopefully he provides that kind of inspiration for them and, and i'll do what i oh, can thank you my way as well and so what'd you think about going to oregon john i mean you guys have been buddies for a long time yeah we formed just a natural a natural friendship uh that uh, evolved over the years and uh you know, I've learned everything I know about dogs from uh, from David, and I gratefully live in his shadow every year. Uh, <laughs> but it's just been it's just been a nice camaraderie uh, that I've enjoyed, and we enjoy off stage as well. Where we, you know, as uh, our families are all good friends, and uh, we pal around each, with each other several times a year. And then, of course, we always have the Beverly Hills show to look forward to now. That's great. I told John kiddingly, of course, I said I've plucked you from this little TV show that you were doing all those years and made you a star <laughs> with the dog show. So. Uh, I'm grateful for that. The power of the paw. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you get in touch with some of the Seinfeld guys, you get gals, do you get to ever guys cross paths any, John? Oh, sure. It feels like there's only a dozen of us in it at any one time, but uh, so you see each other, you hear from each other all the time, and you always have messages being passed on from other people, uh, but uh, yeah, we see each other, we still stay in contact, sure. And how about you, David? Do you ever, I, I know you're not at Westminster anymore, but you had a lot of friends in New York. So when you go to the Big Apple, what's that like each time you go back? Well, 27 years of my life doing Westminster on television, I, I feel like a bit of a legacy there. I love Westminster and all the friends and great friends that I made there through the TV show, but also in the dog world. And it's a huge part of my life, but so is what we're doing now. We've done it for 18 years and uh, we'll continue to do things like Beverly Hills. So we're moving forward, we're st and the common factor is always the dogs. It's, a, it's about the dogs, it's not about the people, and we have great fun. I, I've said uh -huh. that a times already in this talk. So No, but you know what? That means you are having fun. You know, I can hear it in your voice. And folks, again, just to wrap this up, the National Dog Show is a must-see show on NBC Thanksgiving Day, Dogs Until Two. They made it so easy for all of us, whether you're on the left coast or in New York or in deep in the heart of Dallas like I am. <laughs> all time zones, noon until two. Then you can get your football on if you like. But I like how they kick off football with the best critters on the planet, dogs. Excuse me, pet safety cat Casey. He just looked at me and gave me a meow. But that's what I mean. They love us unconditionally. And I'm delighted that once again, hosting 
will be David Fry and John O'Hurley with some uh, help with uh, Mary Carilla. This is presented by Perina, and it is hosted by the National Kennel Club of Philadelphia, which has been around a long time. So get your set tuned in, get your dog over, and you can win maybe $500 with a meme or a really canine clever photo caption. For all details, just go to PetLifeRadio.com slash dogs until 2 They're going to be a huge social media contest. We want you to win $500 or a trip to the 2020 show. That includes airfare and hotel. And I can't wait to see the Azawaka. Did I do it? Uh Uh-oh. You got an extra extra one in there. Azawak. Azawak. As I walk, it's an Azawak, a Western African sighthound, which is a lot easier to pronounce than John, the ex-dog. The Cholo eats squeakly. And a baby John. <laughs> you had me at X. You had me at X. Okay. All right, guys. Once again, I am so happy that you could be on our show. And you now have the world record for being the most dual guest on Arden Moore's Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. Sorry, there's no new car. I'm, my name isn't Oprah. <laughs> well, we take that responsibility to heart. All right. Well, you guys be well. Give your dogs a big hug from my furry Brady Bunch. I got married a couple of years ago, so we merged three dogs and three cats, and they all get along. And I agree with you both. They make us live spontaneously and not be full of ourselves. And you know what? They make us smile. We need more of that. So any parting messages? I will start with you, David. Hug your dogs every day. Thank them for letting you be the person on the other end of the leash. I like that. John? Yes, and remember, a dog will look you straight in the eye. It never has another agenda, and it lives for the moment. Perfect, perfect. All right, guys. So uh, we also want to give a shout-out to our producer, Mark Winner. Pet Life Radio is one of the major media sponsors for this dog show, Dogs Until Two, the national dog show presented by Perina. So check us out on Pet Life Radio. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.